you know what? I do swear. Or you know what? I do like to stay out till 3 a.m. Or you know what? I do like to get ready for two hours. Like I'm not trying to be like, I get ready like really fast. Or like I even was saying, I was telling this guy that I like flying Delta and you like flying American because like I want the points. I like being upgraded. And like six months ago, I've been like, no, I'll just like fly economy, whatever. But I was like, no, you know what? I do want to be a bougie like i'm just so much more okay being like no this is me and if you can't accept it i don't really care anymore we're your besties in your ear back for another episode of mean girl pod welcome back to another episode of mean girl pod live from the bedroom in the one and only we are we are the sweet life of jordan and alex this this week (laughs) Not Zach, bye Zach and Cody. Hello, sweet love of Zach. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, sweet life of Alex and Jordan. We're literally in two mass. We're, we're at the Crescent Hotel in Dallas mm-hmm. and we're just living large. They are the sweetest human beings ever. Literally, we have the coolest rooms. Yesterday, they brought us a chocolate boot with a Mean Girl logo on it. I ate both of them because Alex is lactose intolerant and it was so good. They brought us a bottle of champagne. I'm just living my best life here. And the thing about it is that it's the the three L's, you know, the rules of real estate, location, 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 which is like this hotel. And then you come inside. Everyone's DMing me, too. And they're like, I freaking love that hotel. And I'm like, I know. Hotels, too. You know what they could do? Make or break a vacation. We're in bed. And in Dallas. Texas. Which is why you should watch on YouTube. Not because we're in Dallas. Well, because we're in Dallas, but because we're in bed. Because we're in bed together. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's under the covers. I'm not. It's cold. Do you sleep under the covers? Like, how do you sleep? People sleep very intimately, like, or how you sleep is so specific, I feel like. Well, so I used to, you know how we talked about, like, serial killer traits a long time ago? Yes. One of my serial killer traits used to be I was a top sheet sleeper, so I wouldn't sleep underneath the sheet. I would sleep between the sheet and the comforter. So, you know what I mean? Like, I would sleep, like, here. Mm -hmm. And then people thought that was so weird. They're like, why would you sleep? Why would you not sleep under the sheet? But it's because I would get so hot. But then when I started getting spray tans, my tan was starting to get on my white duvet. Mm-hmm. So I had to start sleeping under the sheet to protect my duvet. So now I just sleep under the sheet. But I'm I'm such a hot... I run so hot, unbelievably hot, that I'm always sweating. Uh, okay, so I do that serial killer trait. I do the... I sleep on top of the sheet. Mm-hmm. And then I will... Okay, so I like to sleep in sweatsuits. Ideally, that might, that's my happiest time is if yes. I can be like bundled up in this and I get the room cold enough, but I sleep, I started recently sleeping on top of the top sheet. So I'd have to do less, my sheets less, less laundry. So what I would do is I would wash the sheet and then I would just sleep on and I would, then I wouldn't have it on and I would just sleep on the regular sheet. Then I would have the sheet and I would stick it back on. So I was, it was like I had one pair of sheets and I was just flip-flopping them. I totally feel that because then when I always slept on the top sheet, I never had to do the bottom sheet laundry and it was just so great. And I've narrowed it down to one pillow. And I mean, my laundry is like zero now. Um, How often do you wash your sheets? Well, okay. So in my old apartment, I didn't have laundry. So I would have to go to an actual place. It was like a a clean and press. (laughs) So gross. What you wouldn't? You only do it once a month, every multiple more than <laughs> once every six months. Like once every maybe two to three months. No, you would wash your sheets once every two to three months. Unless I had a guy sleeping in my after. If I had a guy or my friend sleeping, I immediately wash the sheets before and after people come. You're so type A. Okay, but it was because I didn't have 
a laundry facility in my apartment. Now that I have one in my apartment, I'll probably wash them, honestly, like every two weeks to once a month. So when I was in college. I know. Isn't it weird how there's like some things about me that are yes, just disgusting? That's so odd. I was like, this is going to be like once every Monday and Friday, days in and in Y, she washes her sheets. When I was in college, I went, I went to my dorm and my mom came down like six months in and she was like, how often are you washing your sheets? And I was like, I've never washed them. Like, why would I wash my sheets? She was like, you have to wash your sheets. Your skin sheds every single night. And it sheds like little, like if you have a spray tan, you can see that it sheds on there. Oh yeah. And so she's like, you're just rolling around dead skin. Ever since then, this woman changed my life. I've washed my sheets. In college, I would do once a month. Now I wash my sheets every Sunday. Like I, ha- I have to. And I'm not type A. But I do, I do happen to know the stat of amount of people that wash their sheets once a month. Oh, what's the stat? Would you like to guess the percent? 30%. 12%. Why did I Google that today at breakfast? Like, today I learned that. That's so more... Is it because more people wash them more than once a month or less than once a month? This is once a week. Oh. 12% wash Way, like, they never wash them. I don't know anyone washes their sheets once a week. I mean... my mom. People... Well, me. You know me. Yeah. (laughs) Every Sunday. I think I'm going to start doing... Well, now that I have a washer and dryer in my building, I think I'll probably wash it regularly. Also, when I lived with my boyfriend... I wash my sheets way more regularly because men are gross and they sweat. And like that grease we talked about, like remember a long time ago we talked about the headboard. Like yeah, what was that episode? It was like man air or remember the uh, what was Did it? Did I tell you the story about the headboard? Yeah, we talked about that episode. It was like man air. And oh, it's just, boyfriend air. Boyfriend air. Yeah, and it's just like the bed gets like greasy and it's just gross and it gets discolored so I wash the sheets regularly with him I can't like so today I was sitting in here journaling I I I don't know who I am but I got a sanitizing wipe and I this who are you because I wanted to lean against it when I got on the airplane yesterday I always I keep sanitizer wipes with me to wipe down because you know the tray table is like the grossest thing you can possibly get on an airplane mm-hmm. like that has more germs than anywhere else so I always wipe my tray table or I won't use it but I didn't have my wipe so I I called the flight attendant and I was like, do you have any wipes on board? And she brought them to me. And I thought, who am I? You know what's weird? It's kind of back to the sheets. Like we've talked about, I am so type A. But when it comes to cleanliness of germs, like I'm someone who I have to shower every day. I have to wash my hair every day. But when it comes to germs, I'll eat food off the floor. Like I just like, I, I would literally touch a, a tray at, on the airplane and then like touch my mouth. I just don't care. I'm I'm down to eat off the floor and like things that go that, that I can lick and things that's fine it's once I hear once someone describes to me like spider told me in the subway there's dead skin particles and if you eat food it gets stuck to the the, de- the dead skin gets stuck to the food I will never eat in a subway again I'll stand up top and eat my eggs and then I'll go down like that's what like if somebody can give me the hard details of it I can't unsee it I mean, I would never eat in a subway. Oh, I used to eat my breakfast every day in the subway. Oh. On the subway. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that was breakfast time. Yeah, that was not anymore. <laughs> that was breakfast time. No more. It's over. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about the one and only Pink Whitney, which is the number one flavored vodka. We are obviously in Dallas right now, headed to Austin tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, we've got our first two southern summer tours under our belt presented by pink whitney so we will be stopping in charleston and nashville august 9th and august 10th so that's charleston on the 9th nashville on the 10th and then tampa on august 27th nope 22nd tampa on what (laughs) tampa on august 22nd and we'll be bringing pink whitney along for the ride so make sure 
to tell all of your friends. Spread the word. We are in full force on our Pink Whitney tour. And head over to your local bar today. Shoot your shot. Take Pink Whitney. And send your friends the meetups because we want to hang out with you guys. Um. So how was your weekend? Okay. My weekend was fabulous. I went to the Hamptons with my intern. Did you ever, wait, did you ever finish the story about... Oh my god, yeah, you did. Sorry. Oh, I was like, I still don't know what story. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Did sorry, I sorry. finish it? Sorry. Um, um I my intern came over, Ames, on Friday. And I, you know, I was just in a little bit of a daze. And she said, we're gonna ask Siri to flip a coin. Heads were going to the t- the Hamptons, tails were, you know, just go about your merry way. Flipped it, it said heads. It was three o'clock. The train left at four seventeen. Packed, she went home, packed, went to the Hamptons. Had a blast, had the best time ever, walked, ran, did, you know, went out, did fun. Like, it was so much fun. And somebody asked me, they were like, are the Hamptons, like, what they're built up to be? And I was like, listen, everywhere is that for somebody else. We don't all love the same places. But out there, I think people are talkative. They're nice. Like, I just love everything about it. And we had a great time. I love that for you. What about you, my little mover? Um, yeah, so I officially moved into my new apartment and I love it so much. My bed touches one wall. No, no, it doesn't touch one wall. Or it touches, yeah, the back does. Yeah. But, but you can, I loved what you said. You can walk around and make your bed on both sides. Yes. So I'll also make my bed now more. That was another reason why I never cleaned my sheets because my bed touched like three, three walls. I couldn't make it. <laughs> like beds that touch a wall. It's impossible to make the bed. Growing up, I just remember, we, you know, you'd rearrange your room. And every time I'd be like, I want to put my bed against the wall for my room. My mom would be like, no, I'm not making that. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. It's definitely not my dream apartment, but I'm very much okay with that because that's like something I've really like ingrained in my head is I want things to look forward to in life. So like I, cause I used to get, be so hard on myself. Like why am I not living in like my dream apartment at 28 or this or that by 28? But I'm like, I'm only 28. I have so many years to live in my dream places. You don't, I would be very worried about you or I if we were at our dream spot right now yeah because I was watching TikTok the other day and this girl's like I got I got into my dream apartment I'm like but you're like 22 well dream bigger I was like yeah dream (laughs) bigger dream harder move the goalpost (laughs) but I like I love it so much it's I not to be dramatic but like I I didn't realize how much where you live impacts your mental health and I I might become more of a homebody now I could so, no, I could so see that because yeah. I've lived in an apartment that I hated mm-hmm. and I think it really, you need to have a safe space, especially in New York, I mm-hmm. think more so than any other city, but you need to have a place you can go to and feel at peace. And if it's not your apartment, then I feel like you're in constant fight or flight mode. So I'm really happy for you that you have that. Yeah. So I, I had a, I had a great, I had a, <laughs> I'm just glad your move's over. I had a chaotic weekend though. Is there anything you'd like to report from it? I I just like it was one of those weekends where it was just filled with like guys, like ended things with guys, hung out with guys. I just like the most um God, it's they're gonna people listening are gonna literally hate us. That word. That word I, I brought up that one time. Did we ever fix it? Figure yes. it out with a C? It was with a C, right? Charisma- charismatic? Charismatic? No, no, it wasn't it. That wasn't it. They're literally going to kill us. And I've posted on the Instagram uh, story. Cosmetic? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, 
cosmic <laughs> cosmic people are literally gonna be like i want to kill you guys okay so i already told you this story so it's not gonna be that exciting but i, I feel like i have to tell the listeners the story okay um so i went on a date with this guy last wednesday and I, I was telling alex yesterday about the pool we had to have a debrief i couldn't just like wait to, i couldn't wait until the podcast to tell her all this but i was telling her that i recently just started anxiety medication which we'll probably get into like in a few more episodes because like i can't really tell you how it's made me feel because i just started a few days ago right but it's important to the story because the medication made me really nauseous and i went on a date the day i started it i went on a date which probably wasn't like the best idea because i was going to be drinking that night but i was like going to the, going into this date just feeling very sick and just like not myself and i didn't want to go but i was like you know what I'm going to go on the date. I'm going to stick it out. So I'm on the way to the date. I forgot to tell you this part. Oh. I'm walking to this date and this guy comes up to me and goes, Jordan? And you know, sometimes when people like say your name, you're like, have we met before? Or, are you my friend? Yeah. I'm like, do we meet drunk one night? And he was like, are you going on a date? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, maybe. Why? Who are you? And he was just like, oh, I just, I love the pod. And I was like, you're like, are you my friend that we've, have we like matched? Like, yeah. I don't I pa- quick pause I do think when we see people in the streets they forget that we also have like friends and like you and I are not afraid <laughs> to meet somebody out and just completely not remember so they'd be like Alex Jordan and you're like give me something give me something like did we take a class together literally like, I'm just a listener and I'm like thank god or they're like remember we sat by each other for an hour on the yeah. train and I'm like Mm-hmm. I think his name was Phil so Phil if you're listening you were great but I also had like Phil. my first date dress on I, I you know like when I go on dates, I wear like the same blue halter, blue and white halter. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So I was like, he probably saw the dress, and was like, ah, she has her date dress on. Um, but I, that just like kind of also like got me a little dazed and confused because I was just like, oh gosh. So on the way to the date, I sit down, and you know, like when you meet someone, you just are kind of like, oh, I just feel like this date. Like I, I don't know why, but like when you first meet someone, for me, I'm like, either this date's gonna be great or I want to go. Okay. I saw him. I was like, you're so hot, but I want to go home. I was like, I feel nauseous. I'm exhausted. I moved tomorrow. I don't want to be here. And I also felt like he really didn't want to be there either. That's got to be the worst part. It's so awkward when you feel like the person across from you doesn't want anything to do with you. Wait, does that... Do you think he felt your energy and then he embodied that? So I think he was like nervous and he was also... So like we talked about this afterwards um, because we both were like in the same boat. But he was like, I was so hot because it was like 90 degrees that day. It's hard. He was a little nervous. Obviously, I was a little nervous. I was stressed. So I think it was just our energies were just like not in a good place. Because it's the rule of dating in order to show up, both of you being... Because if somebody if somebody on a first date seemed not excited to be there, I would be deflated. Like, I don't know that I could recover from that. But also, same for them. But I don't feel like it's the guy or the girl's job to be like more excited. Like, you should both be equally excited. So what do you do? You just show up with like the best energy you got for the first five minutes. And then if you're not, if you're like so let down, then, then you just get deflated. Honestly, that's such a good point is I feel like first dates are so much about like the headspace you're in. It's not his job. Like it's not more him to be like, that's both of you are supposed to be excited. But I would agree if I looked across the table and I was like, they don't want to be there. Yeah. That would, I would be like, why? I'm, mm. Yeah. Cause you're totally matching that person's energy. So, yeah, so it's like maybe sometimes the first dates don't go well, not because you don't like the person, it's because the energies are just off that day. And if he senses for five seconds that you were, like, nauseous, but he doesn't know that, and he's like, she doesn't want to be here, like, I didn't match the photos, then he's deflated. Yeah, that's such a good point. He probably saw me and was like, she's not in a good headspace, and I saw him, and I'm like, well, he doesn't want to be here, so our energies were just, like, bouncing back and forth. Okay, 
I will say this too, or I, I guess I would ask, I would pose this question. Do you think if the first date starts off bad in the first 20 minutes, are you completely checked out or is there a chance you can come back from it? This situation is going to be different because I think it requires what happened. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, do you think you can come back from it? I've, this is the only time I've ever been able to come back from it. Other than that, if I don't like someone in the first 20 minutes, I've never seen that person again. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think there's a comeback moment that happens. No, like this, this is the only situation where we've ever had a comeback. Okay, tell them why. So, we're like, we're one drink into the date, maybe like four, 30, 40 minutes. And like, I literally was like, we'll probably get one drink, maybe two, and then we'll leave. But it's like 45 minutes into the day, all of a sudden the waitress comes over and she's like, hey, to the guy, she was like, this, um, someone wants to send you guys shots where he doesn't want you to know who it is. He wants it to be anonymous. And I was like, what? That's weird. And he's like, oh, maybe it's the bartender. Like, I know the bartender. So I don't really think anything of it. We take the shots that totally lifted the mood. Like nice. we think we are so thankful for those shots. We find out that his friends also there on a date. So we send them back shots and then we're like playing that game where we're trying to figure out everyone's story in the room. Oh, it's the best game. And it was like such a vibe. And we were looking at his friend and the girl he was with and we were like, I wonder what date they're on. And him and I are talking. And don't you think that you can tell what date someone is on based off of how they're sitting? Yeah, but I was going to say, I play this game all the time of, I'll be like, their story's this, there's, and I'll point to people around the restaurant. I'm never right. But if someone's sitting on the same side of the, okay, so it was one of those, it was one of those restaurants where it's like one wall's a booth mm-hmm. and then the other side of the table's a chair. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. And they were both on the booth together. Wait, I'm sorry. Is it a one top? Is it a two topper? Kind of. Yeah. Like you can definitely fit two people. It, it was kind of like. So it's it's like a one topper table, but the booth's so big and their tables are so spread out where you could easily fit like two people on the booth and one person on the chair across. So it wasn't weird. No, not at all. Okay, the, the the two were on the same side. Yeah, but don't you feel like if people are on the same side of the booth, they know each other? Uh, it's well, it's not a first date. So that's what I said. I was like, okay, well, they're both on the same side of the booth, so I feel like this is a second or third date. And he was like, this is the first date. I was gonna say, or it's the or it's a really good first date, and they're both touchy feely. So after I said that, he was like, so you wouldn't sit on the same side of the booth of a guy on a first date? And I was like. I mean, it's pretty intimate. And he was like, so you don't want to sit by me? It was like so smooth how he did it. Nice. So I like go to the other side. I sit next to him. The day ends up being so much fun. We go get pizza afterwards. I, and then and I went home because I had to go. I had to move literally the next day. But it was one of those dates where it's just like flipped. Yeah. Like you had a, you had an actual flip. Yeah. So the next day comes around. I didn't really know much of it. Like if he was going to see me again or not. Because you know sometimes when dates go. I'm always like you know when someone. And you're like I don't date. <laughs> no I don't think so. <laughs> sometimes when dates go super late. You don't know like what the guy's intentions are. Like we didn't do anything. But I still in my head was like maybe he's just looking to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But he texted me the next day. He was like can I see you again. Blah blah blah. Didn't really think much of it. But this is where. It gets so weird. So Sunday rolls around and my two friends are like, do you want to go on a walk on the on the West Side Highway? And I originally in my head was like, no, because I had just moved. I went to the Yankees game the day before. I was exhausted. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So ladies and gentlemen, you saw this one coming from a mile away. Let's talk about No Days Wasted because Jordan and I are in Dallas right now moving to Austin. And if there's anything we don't have, it's to waste a day. 
since especially since we're driving. Summer is in full swing and no days wasted as help bounce back after a night out celebrating. The DHM Detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you celebrate. It helps break down the toxins that make you feel awful. They used research science to make this magic happen. Imagine this. A few drinks in the evening. You're having a great time. In the next morning, you wake up feeling normal. Wow. Just take two capsules after your first couple drinks and it goes right to work. Double up and take another packet if you're having a big night. Forget the brain fog and the gross feeling the next day. So you always say this is your favorite thing. It's not like a packet you have to put in your drink. It's two pills. So you just pop it in your mouth, take it, and boom, done. No Days Wasted is available on GoPuff. Deliver it to a party, to a bar. You'd be like the real MVP. Or to your house in 20 minutes or less. Just search No Days Wasted on GoPuff. DHM Detox Detox is a risk-free purchase. This is the best part. So if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first 10 packs box. Give it a shot. It's a no-brainer. Check out their recovery bundles for the best recovery experience with DHM Detox and their hydration replenisher. We're going on a walk. They're like, we're going to stop at this bar and we're going to get drinks. In my head, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that because I need to not drink today. But then we get to the end of the walk. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll drink. So we stop at this bar that none of us have ever been to before. We're at the on the rooftop drinking. Ten minutes go by and these two guys walk in. And I literally had a heart attack. I was literally like, <gasps> and my friend was like, are you good? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I Well, I was like, I am. But I, I was like, I thought I just saw somebody that I know. And she's like, she's like, what guys would you know? She was like, okay, whatever. Um, I look at him again and I was like, I literally go, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is blah 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 who I went on a date with on Wednesday and they're like are you sure and I showed them showed them his hinge, hinge pictures they were like that is 99.9% like percent him yeah I wasn't sure because he had shaved and guys are like two different human beings oh they totally are and I was mortified because I had no makeup on. My hair was in like a top knot. We had walked four miles in 90 degree weather. I was sweating, wearing shitty workout clothes. Like I wasn't wearing like a cute two piece. It was right. like, <laughs> it was like this, like what I have on today. It's not <laughs> like, like the cute, I'm working out set. It's like the, it's like I'm working out. No, I'm sweating set. There, there are two types of workout sets and one of them is like adorable. And you're like, you have your make, like you have the makeup on and you're like, I'm going to go on a five second walk and then FaceTime you. And then there's like the, no, I, no bitch, I'm sweating. Yeah. I don't want to see you. And I was sweating. I was stuck to the seat. It was so gross. Oh, and, I'm stuck to the seat. Yeah. And so I put my sunglasses on and I'm just like, please don't notice me. Not because I didn't want to see him. I did want to see him. It was because I felt so uncomfortable by, by how I looked. It was such a yeah, stupid. Yeah. You wanted to see him, but you were like, I'm just not right now for the four mile walk. Yeah. I was like, we've only gone on one date. You don't, I don't want you to see me in this condition yet. This is like f two months in type of seeing someone. <laughs> and you're blindsided. Like you weren't supposed to see. No. It wasn't scheduled. Exactly. So like he sees me, he starts approaching me and I'm like, oh, that's definitely him. He's coming over. So he comes over with his friend. He says hi. And this man has like the most like, I don't even know how to like describe it. I don't want to say confidence because he's confident, but it's like, just like cool like chill confidence i've ever seen in a person he just like comes over sits down and he just decides to like hang out with us wait you're there with your friends mm -hmm. there's three of you mm -hmm. how many extra seats are at the table oh there was none so we were on the boot we were on the bar 
and they're across the bar. And when I say across, I mean like literally this far at a table that's like across the bar and they pull up chairs. He pulled up chairs to come sit by you and your friends? Yeah. <laughs> to talk to you guys? Yeah. Did he introduce himself? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. I, I love him for that. That is like, it's just so like, why be awkward and avoid it? Instead, he just like went right in and was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Yeah, because I thought maybe he would say hi and then walk away, which I didn't want him to. I wanted him to stay because I, I like really enjoyed his his company when we went on that date. But yeah, he just like sat down and, and just like was like, I'm going to join you guys. We were there for eight hours. Uh, my friend, um, my other friend came eventually to Madeline. And th- so there was me and my three friends, these two guys. We hung out there from like 1 to 8 p.m. And did he, how was he? It was so much fun. Like we literally all just like sat in a circle at the bar. We're like playing like drinking games, oh talking. At one point he was like, oh, I shouldn't drink anymore. I have to go home and work. And in my head, I was like, oh, that sucks. I really want to keep hanging out with you. Next thing you know, he's like at the bar. He's like, who wants shots? <laughs> You're like, I like this guy. It was so, it was so much fun. Then we went to another bar and we like drank till midnight. But the whole point of this story is like I've never had a situation where I've ran into somebody I am dating or yeah. gone sorry gone I got went on one date with him but like any guy that I I've never even ran into a guy that I like before out like with unplanned like that's never happened to me really and we both were like I can't believe we ran into each other that was his first time going to that bar my first time going to that bar he had just gotten done with a like a four or three or three to five mile run and the only reason why they stopped was because his friend was like I need to stop and get like something to drink because I'm gonna die it was all unplanned this whole day was unplanned it's like the it was like the universe put us together I think that okay I think though that that never happens for no reason yeah you know what i mean like i think it's so cool i'm thinking about all the times it's been happening to me more in 2023 than it ever has before but i'll run into people or i'll meet people kismic kismic that's the word kismic, kismic. <laughs> i think it's with a k it's with a k isn't it i'm gonna google it is that why it throws us off uh and read us the definition do you see this crane did you see the crane that fell in new york kismic today no it fell on the street i actually wonder if anyone kiss kismet oh maybe kismet <laughs> noun destiny fate what chance did i stand against kismic is it c or k k so it means like it, so in a sentence it must have been kismic that brought the bride and groom together a year ago so it means like fate or destiny mm-hmm. not, not saying that this was for us but like i was shocked but it's a form of it yes because not only did that happen, he, we also used to go to the same gym. I didn't know this. I found this out after we went on our date. He told me. But I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, are you my soulmate? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> are you my soulmate? marry you? But uh, it was just like, I'm like, I've never had the universe throw somebody in my face this much. It's just like, it's like kind of like messing it with my head. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think it's real. Like I used to not buy into any of that. But but in her names, for example, she came into my life at the like perfect time when I needed somebody kind of. Mm-hmm. And it was like that. Was, and what's been happening to me lately is I'll see somebody and I'll be like, that's really weird. Like Sammy, the girl from Alice and Olivia. Mm-hmm. When I met her, I walked off and I was like, weirdest thing. But I just kind of feel like I was supposed to meet her. And it's like. I think if you don't think that stuff's real. Not that stuff's real, but if you don't really buy into that, then you don't notice it and you don't like let it be true. Like I think you get in, you have like dense energy towards it. Yeah. But if you're just like, 
Yeah, that was kind of cool. Then I think it like can keep happening. It's it's like the invisible th- string theory. Yes, we're all t- yes. I love that. But then if you like, if you ever think about specific people that you've met, like the people who have like monumental like impacts in your life, it's like the domino effect. Mm-hmm. I even think about like my five year relationship, how like we met, or even like the guy I used to see in Dallas. Like, I had the worst travel experience of my life like the universe was like trying to force me not to go see him that day do you remember that mm-hmm. i eventually got there but it was like the worst travel experience of my life it's like the universe is always like kind of showing you how eat like i don't know if you think about how you meet everyone there's kind of a story behind all of it yeah what i'm trying to think how you meet people even like you and i like what are the odds that you and i would start at barstool around the same time mm-hmm. and like even like the story of how Mean Girl Pod started, like, it's just, like, if you really think about it, it's a, it's a perfect domino effect. Like, we, even, like, before I knew you, I started following you on Instagram or on TikTok. So, I was like, oh, my God, this girl's living in a hotel. This is so cool. And then, like, I saw you on the street the day I interviewed. You didn't see me. You oh, I was like, we did? Yeah, I, I never told you that. No. Yeah, you were walking to the office. You drew blue hair at the time, I think, still. Did oh, you still have your blue hair? Yeah. And you were walking towards the Barstool office. I was walking out of it and i had recently just started following you because i was so fascinating that you're living in hotels it was (laughs) and i remember like just walking past you you had like starbucks in your hand and you're on the phone and i was just like who would have thought like when i walked past you that we'd be doing this one day no kidding it was just weird it's really weird you know speaking of like like thinking of what you're going to be doing one day or like how you were talking about um like your dream apartment or something what i've been thinking about lately i've also just been like I don't think about a lot of things lately or I think about everything lately. I don't know. I don't really, I don't even know, but I think like I've been thinking, I used to go day by day. Now I divide my days in twos and I just do the beginning of the day and then I do the end of the day. But I was like, I'm so excited to see in six months, like where the wind blows us. Like, I feel like we both have so much in the up in the air right now. And it's like, do you ever wonder if you could just see six months down the road? Would you want to see it? Or you just want to go like day by day? Cause I think I'm at the first point in my life right now where I would like to see it. Oh, really? I've never wanted to know, but I, I would I would like to know. I think I'm in the f- first part of my life, or the first time in my life where I don't want to know. You typically want to know? Well, I used to be, I'm usually such a control freak. Mm. So I'm like, I want to know what's going to happen six months online. Not from like, um more of just like, from a work standpoint, like, where will the podcast be? Where will I be living? Like that type of stuff. Just to know. Yeah. Just to like put yourself at ease. Like, well, I do end up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like, I don't know. It's so fun to think about just like fate and destiny and how, I don't know. I've just, I've never, I've never been somebody who's like ran. I don't even run into my friends. You've always said you don't like see people. Nope. I've never ran into an ex, into an ex before besides the Nashville thing. But that was, I mean, that was different. Um, but, like, I don't run into my exes. I don't run into boys. Like, even if I, like, talk to a boy or have gone on a date with a boy, I've never seen them again. It's it's so weird. It's, like, when I don't – people in my life, like, they're in my life when I, like, have intention to see them. But then it's, like, they don't exist if I don't have intention to see them. I could be in Madrid and I'd be, like, oh, my God, it's my neighbor. Yeah, no. You that, yeah, you're so right. You are that person who always runs into people. I In the Hamptons, all I did was run into people. My dad's the same way. Every time we would go on a trip as a, as a family when we were younger, he'd run into somebody. You know what else? You know what else I just thought about in the Hamptons? What? I think it's very important. 
when we got there, I got food poisoning, mm-hmm. I think from the calamari. And I was like, fine, right? Like I had done my full makeup and I had like my dress on and I was going to go out on Friday night. And I was like, I was like, I, I got to like pee. And I went in the bathroom and like when I was in there, it just like, you know how food poisoning just hits you out of nowhere? Yes. So I got really hot and started sweating like to the point of like, like sweat was dripping in my mouth and like my makeup started running and I was like throwing up and I, te- I couldn't even talk. So I texted Amory and I was like, I need you. And she like came in there and she was like, what the fuck happened to you? And I was like, in 10 seconds, it just hit me like a freight train. And I was like, I can't move. And she goes, what do you need? And I said, a change of clothes and you put my hair up. She brought me, took my dress off, put me in a t-shirt, plopped my hair up. And then she said, what do you want me to do? And I said, leave. Like, I want you guys to go out and like leave me in here for the rest of the night. She said, okay, see ya. Got up right then. And they went outside, like called their Uber, sat outside and just like, let me be sick in the hotel room. And the next day I was like, she was like, I, I don't feel bad. Right. And I was like, no, all I wanted from the bottom of my heart was to be sick alone and miserable alone. And like you left that instance. And she was like, it's so funny because some people really want you to like stay there and like make sure you're okay. But like, what can you do in that moment? And like, when I'm sick, I want you to literally remove yourself immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told, I texted her and I was like, you did it. Thank you. Like that was so when someone's sick, it's like GTFO out of the room. Oh my God. If I'm like, I, that's why I don't understand when guys are sick. They're like, I'm sick, but take care of me. It's like when I'm sick, everyone leave, leave now. Yeah. Now if, if I have like a fever and I'm feeling okay ish, I need to be coddled like a four year old. <laughs> and I, and I can't move and my body aches and it's, but when I'm throwing up, I'm oh. throwing up by myself. Oh, right. Oh, whenever I think about throwing up, I just think about Oklahoma. Cause those are the only times I throw up is when I'm in Oklahoma. So, okay, that, re- that reminds me of Oklahoma. My first time I ever drank was sophomore year of high school. And I was, like, at my friend's house spending the night, but she was having a party because her parents were gone. Have you heard of McCormick's Vodka? Yeah. Okay, so I was taking shots of that, and I was taking tallies. And I remember thinking, like, how cool I was because I didn't feel shots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can take as many or more than all the boys. So I took, like, 13 McCormick. And then I had the tallies. And me and my friend were like, we don't feel alcohol. Then, you know, alcohol hits you. So it goes like black, right? And then I don't remember anything, but I woke up next to my mom in bed. Like she was sleeping with me in my um, like high school bedroom. And I like looked over to the side and I had like thrown up everywhere. And I was like, oh my God. So th- then she woke me up the next morning, 6 a.m. And made me clean the whole house. And that was like my, that was my like little. <laughs> she was like, you don't get to be, oh, you're not hung over today, honey. I had to clean everything. I know. That. Sounds like my biggest nightmare. The 6 a.m. wake up. My parents would do that to me. If I went out and they could tell, but I told them I didn't. 6 a.m. They'd be like, it's not going to clean itself. I don't, I think only once in my life I've woken up and been like, how did I get here? When is it? Oh, it was like, it was in New York. I woke up. (laughs) This is going to sound so bad. But I woke up naked. Next to somebody. Oh no! But it was it was it was consensual. He was somebody that I was. I'd make that very clear. I consented. <laughs> but I just woke up and I was like, "What the fuck? How did you?" How, well, I was like, "How did we both like?" It was like we were planning on going back together that night. But I was like, "How did we get here? And why am I naked?" I feel like you like don't ever forget or like not not know. Wow, that's like that was groundbreaking. I said forget or not know. <laughs> <laughs> novel word usage but yeah yeah that's like 
So you rolled over and you're like, mm. and I had my, I had not washed my face. I was Hello. just like, get the, I was just like, why did I do this to myself? Speaking of not, have you heard of 4am skincare? Yeah. They were at the Hannah Eves event. I didn't. So then I was reading about their branding. That was genius for the girl who likes to go out, but still wash their face at 4am. Yeah. I was like, that's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that is us in a nutshell. I was like, everyone still wants to wash their face. Like the, the worst morning, no matter, even if you're not hungover or not, like even when I was sick, when you wake up the next morning and you haven't taken off your makeup, it's like almost the worst day ever. The start to the worst day ever. If yeah. you can get that makeup off, you got a chance. Someone, uh, it was actually a guy the other day, he was like, because I had stayed out till I don't know, maybe like 3.30 with him. And he was like, do you do that often? And my initial response was like, no, I never do. And then I literally took a step back and I was like, because I used to have a problem where I would like try to be perfect for guys. Okay. And then I started to realize like I have to show them my true self. And if they don't, if they don't like accept me, they are not my person. Mm -hmm. And I also need to stop focusing on them liking me. And I need to focus more on me liking them. Mm -hmm. So I literally was like. Oh my God, I just lied to you. No, I do that actually a lot. I go out a lot and I like to stay out till 3 a.m. I think that's per honestly like good for you to realize that. I know because I, I just like got to the point where I was like, okay, no, that is me. And because I, I think one of the reasons why I always like dread relationships is because I become this like perfect person where I can't be myself. But if I like am myself and show the person that I'm dating who I am, they accept me. I don't have to pretend to be this perfect person. So I was like, I can't lie to this person. And then all of a sudden they start dating me and they're like, wait, why do you go out all the time? Or you're trying to not go out all the time. Then it starts coming out in like other. Yeah. The ooze effect. Right? Yeah. You always think you wrap yourself in saran wrap when you try to be somebody else. And then it starts like that reminds me. Okay. So this is what I thought about. So Amory came with me and her roommate Silsby came with us. Mm -hmm. That's such a pretty name. Silsby. Sil and they call her Sills. Cute. Right. Isn't that adorable? I love that. She's beautiful, by the way. And they're so... Okay, so I didn't have... Like, lately, and we're going to talk about this in a second, I just have been just, like, chilling, watching a lot. And I've been loving it. But when we were in the Hamptons... Like watching life? Just watching life. I'm just sitting here like I'm watching a movie. Don't have a lot to say. But we... I was sitting on the bed watching them get ready. And it was just these two girls being, like unapologetically themselves and things would come out of their mouth and I would just kind of chuckle like I was just listening watching them the whole entire time and I was like I don't think still till this day I struggle with that being like and you you and I, I think used to talk about this 100% our very true self I think we used to suppress it a lot because I'm exploring as to why that was but it's like can you not just be and like it, it doesn't matter. I think you and I change a little bit of who we are so they'll receive it better mm -hmm. to make the receiver a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. And it's like, or we could just be exactly who we wanted to be respectfully, like truly who we want to be. And then who cares how they take it? Yeah. I feel like we conformed other people's energy to like make them feel more comfortable. These and these two weren't, they didn't care if I was comfortable. I was cracking up internally. They didn't care what I thought one bit. And I thought, I don't think I would have this same energy roles reversed. I think I would be like kind of wondering what I, I don't know, like I'm older. I don't know. And they just didn't care. And I, and I watched them the whole time. They didn't care at all. And I was like, I love that. Oh my God. There's only like a couple people 
that I feel like I can be my true self with. I mean, I feel like I can be my true self around you all the time. Well, you and I are built on that. Yeah. Which is why it's so refreshing. But it's, I've, I've been working on that a lot because even when we were talking about that event, like last week, I was like, I just don't want to go. Like, I'm just trying to be more myself where I'm like, I don't want to do that. Correct. And it's not like, so why do it? Or I'm not even, or like, yeah, honest, honestly, like I even feel like with roles and there's something just like, I'm, that's not, I'm not going to do that. No, I don't want to. And then it's kind of like you just, even and when we were with people too, it's like, I don't really want to sit and do this. Yeah. I've been honestly, I feel like my whole personality right now is dating, but like, that's something that it's taught me too, is like. I am really trying to show my like authentic self and it's so refreshing because I'm like you know what I do swear or you know what I do like to stay up till 3 a.m or you know what I do like to get ready for two hours like I'm not trying to be like I get ready like really fast or like I even was saying I was telling this guy that I like flying Delta and you like flying American because like I want the points not like being upgraded and like six months ago I've been like no I'll just like fly economy whatever but I was like no you know what I do want to be a bougie like I'm just so much more okay being like no this is me and if you can't accept it I don't really care anymore I can't fake not being me anymore well and most people would rather accept that like I personally as like a receiver you can always tell a little bit that they're not being like them full self their full selves yeah but it's taken me I don't know what it is this year but just I think feeling it inside and just like watching. And I think you get to a point where you're just like, that wasn't fully me. Yeah. Can I just, I'm sorry, one second. I don't care anymore because I'm exhausted. And it has nothing to do with the other person. Yeah. Like, do you ever find yourself, if you go negative about someone and then being like, stop, what what am I being negative about? <laughs> She's being X, Y, Z. Okay. I used to do, I, this is what I told the girls in the Hamptons. I used to go to the pool and see people in like their bathing suits and hoop earrings. And I'd be like, why would they like get, I'd be like, oh, why would they like get dressed up for the pool? Okay, fast forward. I'd like, lo- like love dressing up and would love putting on jewelry for the pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, what was my thought process back then? Probably someone who wished they could be like, I would love to get ready and look cute for the pool. But it's like, if you look at why you're being negative, instead of like moving away from it, like get closer to it and then be like, why are you doing it? It has something to do with you. Yeah. And I would do that with people like be unapologetically themselves. I would be like, what? Huh. And then it's like, they're, they don't, they don't give a fuck what you think. Cause they're just being them. No, we were just talking about this yesterday. How like, there's not that many people in this world who can say they are their true authentic self. And the people who can, I'm so envious, envious of like, I just love that person who knows who they are. And like, also there's nothing more sexier than guy or girl who just like, knows who they are and is just secure in that and they show up with that energy yeah and you can just tell and and you know what too a lot of times I feel like that person's very okay just walking up in like they don't really care it's not f you at all no it's this welcoming warm I'm okay being me and you all when someone's more themselves I feel like it gives everyone else permission to do the same yeah and I'm like there's something so calm about it yeah I saw this TikTok the other day where it was like these these girls were like the because everyone's always like be the main character and I feel like becoming the main character has become more toxic Mm -hmm. and there was that's what they were saying they're like 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Shady Rays because Jordan and I were at the pool yesterday in Dallas. You had a slick. We both had slick back buns. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we wish we had our Shady Rays. We love the matte black because we could put our sunglasses on our head and it wouldn't run the ponytails. Do you notice when I don't wear my Shady Rays, I keep my sunglasses right here so it doesn't ruin my hair? Yes, because <laughs> you can't put them on your head. Yes. This is truly the best invention in the world. So if you love your shades like we do, but you find them getting caught in your hair and that's very frustrating. Yes, if you're a girl or a guy with long hair, you're nodding with us. Our friends at Shady Rays design sunglasses just for you. Their tangle-free aviator is all style and no tangle with their patent-pending nose pieces created to avoid any snags in your hair. You can finally like wear your sunglasses as a piece of going out. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can style your hair and wear them. Shady Ray's Tangle Free Aviators are one of the hottest selling collections right now. And they've added even more styles. Find out why they have over 250,000 five-star reviews. If you don't love your shades, you can exchange them for free within 30 days. There's no risk in finding your next pair of sunglasses. These sunglasses are best-selling collection, and they sell out often. But today, exclusively for you guys, our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 30% off their tangle-free aviators and more. Head to ShadyRays.com slash tangle-free with code MEANGIRL. Go to ShadyRays.com slash tangle-free and use code MEANGIRL. It's being the main character is so stressful because it's like you're always out there trying to be like the best of the best and you're kind of being bitchy because like you want all the attention this or that and it's like you know what maybe I don't want to be the main character maybe being the main character for me is just like sitting back and just like being myself but like behind like everyone else because I don't want to be out there like giving everyone all my energy all the time well and here's what I think about that too I think that's fine I don't like the term main character. I don't either. Because I think it means like you're putting on a performance. There are some people who are naturally loud. Sometimes I'm like that. Mm -hmm. I'm so loud. And there are some times where I'll go out and I am a wrecking ball. I'm talking to everybody. And and some people could be like, that is kind of, that's just me to a corp. And then there are times where I go out and I'm like, I'm sitting in the corner. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you never know which one you're going to get. But I feel like when we pinpoint like, main character energy it's like you're trying to put on like the performance as opposed to just like you might have a night where you're just talking to everyone yeah like I went to the Yankees game um over the weekend and I was meeting all the I went this with a friend and like I met all their friends and I was just like not in the mood to put on this performance to make sure everyone loved me and I was very nice I met everyone I was talkative to everyone but I like definitely I definitely most situations being like they probably fucking loved me like I was so great but I I leave exhausted because I'm giving all these people all my energy to be like the best version of myself so they all like me but I remember being at the game and I was like I'm just gonna be like me yeah take it or leave it and they they probably like like me but they're not I definitely didn't leave being like that was my best performance ever but I left with a lot more energy and I was just it was just like a weird feeling I've never felt but it was so nice not to feel like I was putting on a performance to, like, please everyone around me. Yeah, like, protect yourself. Yeah. And, okay, think about this. It's like the time when you didn't go to the thing last Monday. Mm-hmm. Same with the, with the friends you met at the Yankees game. When you leave. Okay, whether they liked you or not, did it matter? No. 20 minutes later? No. No. Because they're not my friends. There is a fine line, I will say this, between 
being kind and introducing the people you're around. Yeah. But past that, we do not need some grand gesture moment. Like the person you saw at the bar on Sunday that you were referencing who came over, introduced himself, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not main character. No. That was confident. I'll sit with you guys and everyone will feel comfortable. Yeah. A lot of times too, I don't think big groups feel comfortable around main character energy. No. Because it doesn't allow everyone else to like have a say. So it's too overpowering. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, a thousand percent. The the definition of like main character. I love though. I don't think main character and outgoing, they're not synonymous to me at all. No. They're very different. I completely agree. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like really in that era of just trying to be more me and do me. Oh, yeah. I feel like we both are, though. I feel like every time we come, it's like, you're like, I didn't go to the event. And I'm like, and I just sat there silently. Yeah. And it's like, we're just doing, it's so funny because I was thinking about us last summer and we were so different than we are this summer, but it's like summers are always so important to you and I because for some reason they just like, remember summer last year was pivotal for us. Yeah. And then summer this year is like the, we're like reorganizing kind of like the restructure summer. I'm having a fuck fuck around or find out summer. Yeah. And it's kind (laughs) of like... And I feel like it's very meaningful. Yeah. This summer, I feel like, is is more prep work for long term. Yeah. Which is really good. Like, I feel that and I like it. No, I do, too. It's, it's yeah, so much has changed. Yeah, I feel like, too, I'll always, like, look on social media and I'll always be like, oh, I wish I was invited to that event or I wish I could go to, or or not, I wish. I sh-. it was. It's more like, oh, I'm jealous. I, w- like, I wish I could go to that or I'm jealous that they got to go to that but then I sit back and I'm like Jordan would you actually want to go to that event it's like no and I just like I'm like why and I I know it's just like a lesson I'm constantly like teaching myself yeah yeah I've been your opposite where I haven't scrolled I I actually have not scrolled Instagram since I got off of it like the two days after my birthday I'm so jealous I and and it's so funny the world that doesn't exist when you're not on there like it's been, uh, and, and that'll change, right? There'll be, yeah. you know, one week I'll get on here and be like, guess what? My phone usage is 14 hours a day. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. I'm just in that space right now. But I have been trying to say yes to events that you learn something from. Mm-hmm. Like the Hannah Eve event where you get you get to listen to people. Yeah, that was amazing. And I, and I go to them and I leave and I feel so fulfilled from like a, like a, this is what's out there type world. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've just been like silently loving all of that. Yeah. But not, I can't scroll that darn app right now. I would give anything to, to not scroll. That's it's, it's tough working in social media because some days you just want to break, but it's kind of like owning your own business where it's like, you could take a break, but if you take that break, you're losing like a week's worth of revenue. Yeah. So I'm hard. still posting. Yeah, I'm yeah. not scrolling. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that directly towards you, but there's sometimes where I mean, like, I want to, like, delete it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah. you can't do that. It'd be like, it'd be like, like, you starting up a business that's really successful, and then you just, like, one day be like, ah, throwing that in the trash. Or, right. like, oh, I'm just not going to work. I'm not going to run the business for, for a week. Well, all your customers will stop coming to you. Right. No, no. That, that I don't think would be, I don't think we have, I, I do think we have the option to log out for a week. Mm-hmm. not delete but I think because I think it breeds if if you sustain it too long like I was getting to a place where I was like it will be very good for me if I don't everything's just going to get worse yeah so I took the step back which I would do any day of the week again but I do think 
I think we reserve the right on social media to have a week of like, I have to. Yeah. And then other than that, yeah, no, we're not deleting the apps ever. Like you just want, there's some days where I'm like, watch this. I'll just delete the whole account. And it's like, you won't. You, won't. you never want. Like, nah. you're not going to start. You're not going to go get your law degree and then be like, check this out. Firm deleted. That's what I mean. It's like starting your own business and being like, ah, psych, we're done. It's all your customers are literally like, but what about what about my services? You still owe me. Yeah. And it's like, it's our job to protect ourselves. Yep. Um, do we have any like fun questions? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, Jordan and I are proponents of therapy we go all the time. We find it so important to play offense instead of defense in life. And therapy is something that is so important because you get to talk to somebody about your feelings, how you feel, and the best path for you in life. Sometimes we're faced with tough choices and the best path forward isn't always clear. So whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. I feel like so many times Jordan and I take these issues in life to our therapists and we come back with so many more tools of how to navigate it and they help us in every aspect and almost so that we're excited to share with you guys like they it really therapy has been the most pivotal tool in my 20s I don't know about you yeah trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything the more you practice it the easier it gets so if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash girl. Okay, my question is... Um double chin in this whole episode <laughs> dude um my question is well one did you know you could botox your armpits and your scalp to stop sweating yeah i had no idea okay so i did know that but i heard that if you botox your armpits to stop sweating those sweat glands will will like that sweat will come out more in other places okay i, I figured you're oozing everywhere else right yeah okay i just it didn't seem like it'd be healthy how many holes are in a golf ball how many little divots? Um, 10,000. Whoa. This sweet old man beside me at breakfast today kept coughing and I like would glance over at him and then he looked at me and he said, do you know how many little divots are in a golf ball? And I was like, 150, 366. Oh, wow. 10,000 is an, is <laughs> an astronomical amount. I know. I just didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Like the ball with the little... Uh, <laughs> you have... I swear you must I think you give off this energy of like everyone like people can talk to me <laughs> I do or I don't it's one or the other I feel like you always have these stories that this person said this to you I'm like nobody um unsolicitedly speaks to me oh it's funny because like if someone speaks to me they will like tell me their whole life story but it's like never unsolicited it's like the lady at the checkout the like the lady doing mine like someone where you're like interacting interacting with with, but like no i never have people randomly speak to me not like a cold like a cold call out in the restaurant beside you no i think i totally give off like the do not talk to me you're you're on do not disturb i'm on like you can swipe up and you don't need a passcode no that's so true oh my god that's literally so true people i've talked to so many people recently but i do think i'm also in this like very just like i'll respond to you right now yeah totally I, i also think blondes give off more of a like lighter energy mingle approachable energy and i do think brunettes they don't 
oh my god do blondes give off more of a talk to me vibe i think so because like even when you are when you always say stuff like um like you always are like people on the planes are like oh my god love the pod if pe- like people don't say it to me they just like stare at me and i'm like i know you know but you're not gonna say anything because i think they look at me and they're like she doesn't want to talk to me what yeah, I give off. I I feel like I give off. People have said that I give off a very unapproachable approachable vibe. I can make I can make a person talk to me, like I can be like that person will come talk to me. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I wonder if blondes are more approachable. I know guys. I think think blondes are more approachable. Statistically, not but like stereotypically, you would think we wouldn't be. If you think of like a blonde, like a dumb blonde stereotype. Yeah. But then I do think when you think of, am I gonna go up to her? Yeah, I do think they do kind of have a more approachable vibe. Yeah. Why? I mean, you look like someone that I would, if I had to ask someone for help, I would, I would come go up to. Somebody asked me for help the other day in New York. Asked me how to call a cab and where would be the best spot. <laughs> and I See? said, I do know where. And I will point you in that direction. Yeah, I got, I'm curious. I, I would like to know like the statistics on that. It is, it is funny. You are on Do Not Disturb and I am on already swiped up with no passcode i am i am on do not disturb i think i i think new york has turned me into do not disturb and i think it's turned me into i don't know oh i don't know but it's funny i think i see it above our heads right now yeah that's actually it's like like no password i'll talk to you yeah you don't even need it's like god what a world okay my other question was um do you know what animal can't look up and see the sky oh i had no idea a fish pigs really their 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 necks don't bend that way isn't that funny have they ever seen the sky apparently not or stars and they're missing a lot oh wait that's really sad i know oh is it i know i know i had no idea um oh there's an animal that can't jump elephant that makes sense and polar bears it said they were all left-handed but i googled it and it said that's a myth they they use both paws evenly. Ah. Um. Do we have any fun listener questions? Okay. Listener question time. The listener question this week is, how do you know when you've outgrown friendships and it's time to end it? I think that's very easy. Was that you and I? No, I was just talking to my friend about that. Um. Okay, so I feel like you're like upper 20s are such pivotal 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 years for ending friendships because it's kind of like that time when you are realizing that some people from high school and college probably were never good friends to you and you're just I just feel like a lot of people struggle with friendships the most at this time because they're losing friends but it's also a really hard time to make friends because you're getting older so I I don't know I just feel like it's something that a lot of people struggle with I think when it comes to friendships, people look for permission to move away from people. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think you need to say, this friend doesn't serve me anymore. They don't make me feel good about myself anymore. I, I have to end my friendship with them. You don't have to end your friendship with them. You should consciously move away from them. So you should say, they don't make me... When you're in your younger 20s, you want social friends. You're yeah. going out with them. Nobody really has to like push you or make you a better person, hold you accountable. I think when you the older you get, the more you say, I want friends around me that make me a better person. They make me want to work harder or whatever your values are. They're aligned with that and they push you. They're not negative. I think you look for those people, but I don't think it has to be, I need to, I need to send her a text and have a conversation with her and let her know that it's over. 
Because if you start to just distance yourself, then I think if she's texting you like you don't have time for me anymore, just be like, I'm, and I'm really busy. Yeah. Like, hit her negative with the positive and then just be like, and you know, I love you and I'll always love you and always send her love. But you just move on and you find friends that serve you more. Yeah. I, my therapist always tells me if you aren't losing friends, you're not, you're not growing. Um, but yeah, I think it can be as simple as, I mean, I think you can have conversations with friends and end their friendship if it's like very toxic or if you like need them out of your life. But I think a lot of people just drift away. Also, I'm at the point in my age where if someone's not bringing me value, I don't need them in my my life. Mm -hmm. Like life is so busy and we always talk about this, but I'm so okay having like four or five very close friends versus like 10 social friends. Yes. At this point, I, I don't look for somebody fun to go out with. No. That's nice. But I would rather... When they FaceTime me, I would never answer. But if they did FaceTime me, you know, I would want the feeling to be not here goes the gossip fest. Yeah. It's like, I bet she's got something funny and and you answer and she's like, okay, so guess what I just read? Or like, you're never going to believe what I'm looking at. Or she's telling you something about herself where she's like, I achieved my goal Mm -hmm. and she knew to call you and you're like, I'm so effing proud of you. Yeah. Like when their name pops up on your phone, what's the feeling you get? Yeah. Like I don't go out with 10 girls. I go out with like two girls and we literally usually start the night, like having very meaningful conversation at the bar drinking. And then we just have to see where the night leads. Like, I don't know the last time I went out with a massive group of girls when it was genuinely fun. Well, and I think too, I think we should we should preface this because I know you'll agree with me here. When we say we don't want social friends, we're both very social. Yeah. But the way you're able to be social with someone, like I want a friend that's meaningful but also very social. And when she goes out, she kind of like goes out the same way I do. Like you're yeah. on the same page and it's like you can talk to people or not. And it's like that vibe very much aligns. But we don't just want like a just a solely social. Yeah. Social friends are people who just like um, like – coexist or or like fill voids when you feel lonely yes yeah and you're like yeah, let's go out yeah let's go out but we're not actually gonna like talk or like have meaningful conversation we're just gonna like be in each other's lives so we aren't feeling like we're alone that day yes and and those are great mm-hmm. th- th- that's not first circle friends no first circle friends add value and if not then or they're supportive yeah they're unapologetically loving like there's a space for everyone but if I think if they bring you down in any sense, you just say, I love you, girl, but I'm going to be over here. I want you to eat, but not at my table. Yeah. I also think, too, people are, like, wondering when it's time to move on from friends. It's, like, what we talked about last episode, like, how do they make you feel? When they ask you to hang out, do you feel exhausted or, like, oh, man? Or are you, like, yes, they are going to bring me energy and value. Like, I'm so excited to hang out with them. Like, there's some people not so much anymore but I remember going out with them and I'm looking around for guys the entire time like how can I be distracted like how can I like entertain myself mm-hmm. and then now when I go with my friends I'm just like focus on them because like I enjoy their company yeah and I and I love if you have let's say you have happen to have a negative friend also I'll say this you're never questioning there's I've had friends that I've never one time questioned do I need to step back from them Mm -hmm. so it's usually pretty obvious if you're wondering okay you might need to yeah and you usually have to learn the lesson like five times you're like I said I wasn't gonna do it and I did it and all she did was gossip but I'm rereading think like a monk for the third time and I read it today 
the three to one ratio. So if you've got the one negative friend, you have to have three positives with you or like you can't hang out with them. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I haven't been around like a really negative person in a long time. But I remember when I used to be and man, I'd leave and I'd be like, we just swam uphill. I mean, like that was hard. Yeah. So I do think. Yeah, I think the answer is if they're not providing you value and you leave and you have an icky feeling. Don't you don't have to put the hard pressure on yourself if I don't send them the text that we're not friends anymore. I have to keep hanging out with them. Distance yourself. Yeah. Give yourself permission. But yeah. nobody needs to give you the permission to end a friendship. You you know. And a friend shouldn't exhaust you. If if you feel exhausted when someone texts you or calls you or like you hang out with them, that is a sign that you need to start moving on. Yes. Like yes. you need people who bring you energy and value into your life. Same with romantic partners like that's like what I've learned the most this year. It's like if I ever am just like, oh, I can't answer this text. It's too exhausting. It's like maybe I should rethink this relationship. Names popping up. Phones are bad in a lot of ways. But when somebody's name pops up on your phone, the way it makes you feel yes. can tell you everything about that person and how you feel towards Especially them. Especially when they call you. It's like if you get anxious that someone's calling you, you're like, that's not good. But if you're like. I might answer this. Could this will be fun? You're like, yeah, I can't wait to. I can't wait to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the friend where you're like, I'll put this on speaker. She'll talk to both of us. It's yeah, like, that's so happy. Oh yeah, that was a good question. That was. Um. All right. Well, we have a meetup tonight. We are in Dallas. When you guys are listening, we will be done with our meetups. But we have Charleston, Nashville, and Tampa coming up. So we hope to see you guys there. We do. And follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. AB, do what you do best. <laughs> follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. Leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as we said at the top of this, I hope you watched on YouTube. Subscribe. Bye. Love you.